Welcome back to another episode of In Enemy Territory. We've got a great one for you today. Today on the calendar is May the 6th. And on May 6th in 1998, rookie pitcher Kerry Wood, in his fifth career start, strikes out 20 players of the Houston Astros to tie a major league record held by Roger Clemens. He threw a one-hitter, and he did not walk a batter. Um, only two people reached base. Uh, complete game shutout for Kerry Wood, one of the greatest single pitching performances in history in just his fifth career start. Wow. Um, a little bit more about Kerry Wood. He... Um, he holds a couple MLB records. Um, for, to me, he is most memorable for having served 14 or 15 stints on the disabled list. Uh, he just, he was, it seemed like he couldn't, he couldn't get through two, two seasons or even at one point in his career, get through an entire season without just getting re-injured. Um, early on in his, in his career, he had to have Tommy John surgery. He missed the entire 99 season. Um, he had a torn rotator cuff at one point. Uh, he had some shoulder stuff. Um, I honestly didn't even have the patience to go through his entire list of surgeries and IR stints and injuries because it was it was a lot. Um, but a little bit more about the game that he struck out 20 Astros. Um, so he gave up one base hit to a guy named Ricky Gutierrez, a shortstop. Um, other notable players in that lineup was Hall of Famer Jeff Bagwell. There was Moises Zalou, Derek Bell, um, Brad Osmus, and Hall of Famer Craig Biggio, who was the other player to reach base. Um, and as you can probably guess, how did Craig Biggio get on base? He was hit by pitch. The most hit by pitch player of all time. Uh, I guess he just kind of crowded the plate or something. Um, but anyway, the only two players that reached base was that single that he gave up. That didn't go, you know, he gave up one total base. 20 strikeouts, seven balls were put into play the entire game uh, in, foul, in fair territory. And Kerry Wood would go on to become um, a two-time All-Star uh, he was well. So let me backtrack. He was rookie of the year that year. Um, he was a two-time All-Star, and he was a part of the Chicago Cubs team that ran into the Florida Marlins on the way to their World Series win. Um, obviously, the uh, the Steve Bartman situation. He actually hit a home run in the NLCS. That was the first time a pitcher hit a home run in the NLCS since 1984. Uh, I did not know that about Kerry Wood until looking up, uh, looking a little deeper into his career for this episode. Um, but Kerry Wood, he was, he won a one-time leader in strikeouts for the national league and career record. He was 86 and 75 with a 367 ERA and over 1500 strikeouts and once he was converted to the closer role because he couldn't stay healthy long enough to be a starter, he had he recorded 60 saves. Um, a great career, but obviously very shortened by the injuries 
and he holds the record for the fastest to reach 1,000 strikeouts in appearances-wise. 134 games is all it took for him to record 1,000 strikeouts, fastest in MLB history. As well, those 134 games, he pitched 853 innings, also fastest to record 1,000 strikeouts in MLB history. Um, those uh, the years of uh, the years coming out off of his Tommy John surgery in '99 in 2000, 2001, 2002, he had 217, 217, and 266 strikeouts. That being the year he led the National League. So Kerry Wood really was a dominant pitcher. He got it all kicked off with his fifth career start, striking out 20 in a nine inning game, and it leads me. It led me to want to look into um, a couple more notable careers that were obviously shortened by injury and didn't have the chance to to rack up some of those numbers that a classic all-time greats would have. So the first one that comes to mind, talking about pitchers, Sandy Koufax, retired at 31 years old. He had a legendary career. Um, but it was cut short by arthritis in his throwing arm, and he only played a 12-year career. Hall of Fame pitcher, he made the Hall of Fame by the age of 36, which is crazy young. Uh, he's a three-time Triple Crown um, in each of his three seasons that he won the Cy Young. He was a three-time World Series champion, um, two of those years as the uh, World Series MVP, and and Sandy Koufax was literally, arguably, the most dominant player in a five-year stretch in Major League Baseball ever. Uh, Another all-time legend, maybe the greatest hockey player of all time, Bobby Orr, retired at 31. He also only played 12 seasons. He played 10 with the Bruins and two finished off his career in Chicago. At that point, he was dealing with chronic knee issues, um, but he was an eight-time Norris Trophy winner. He won eight years in a row Defensive Player of the Year. And during that stretch, he was three consecutive MVP awards. Um, most notably, he had the overtime winner against the Blues in 1970. Bobby Orr was maybe the greatest player of all time. And due to his short career, he wasn't even able to reach 1,000 points. He only got about 890-some, I believe. That's just off the top of my memory. I I didn't look that part up, but Bobby Orr, only 31 years of age, and who knows what else he might have done had he not been injured. Let's switch gears to football. Most recently, we had to see a really elite quarterback who just couldn't get couldn't get over the hump in regard to championships or just in regard to, he only played 88 career games. Andrew Luck retires at 29 years old. It kind of shocked the world, but what we don't understand as not, as not being professional athletes is, you know, we see a player get injured and then the prognosis is okay. They'll be out six to eight months. They'll be out a year and they'll, they'll, then they'll be back. And then a year later we see, Oh, they're back. What we don't see is the rehab and the pain and the, you know, all the effort it takes just to get back onto the field and play at an elite level like they did before. Andrew Luck just got fed up with it, and I don't blame him. You know, that's just time and time again having to get carted off the field and just, you know, I don't blame him. You know, he made his money, 
and he made a commitment to himself that the next injury is it. He kept to it. Hey, maybe he'll come back one day. He's still young. He's about 31, 32. You never know. I don't think he will, but, you know, he was great. He only played 88 games. He was the successor to Peyton Manning. Um, made it to, I think, two AFC championships. For sure, one, but maybe two. Um, but, unfortunately, the injury is just to uh, force him out of the game. Another all-time great um, football player as well. He was a baseball player. We've talked about him last season. Bo Jackson, he had very bad knee problems. Um, and he only played 38 NFL games in four seasons. He actually had to f- retire from football after having dislocated his hip during a game. And he himself popped it back into the socket and it turned out when he did that, it kind of pinched a, a blood vein, a, a vein, or, or something, and he had some he had some problems from it. I think he still tried to play baseball a couple more years. It's a little less rigorous on the body, but at a very young age, he had to retire from professional sports. Known as maybe one of the most athletic athletes of all time, he didn't have the chance to put up the career numbers that one would expect. Um, when looking into a legend's career. Last on the list, Magic Johnson, 31 years old, retired from the game. He announced that he was HIV positive. Um, Obviously, back then, it was much harder to deal with than it is today. He did try to make a comeback four years later. He wasn't the same. Um, Makes sense. And... um, and yeah, those are my list of, and I'm sure I missed some some legends, but that's my all-time list of, of players who had to cut their careers short. Um, champions at one point, best in the best in their field, and just their bodies couldn't hold up. All right, today's birthdays are May sixth. Willie Mays, happy birthday. Chris Paul, happy birthday. Martin Brodeur. And Jose Altuve. Notable moments that happened on May 6th. Uh, Normally we go from chronological order today. For no apparent reason, I will go in reverse chronological order. In 2019, on this day, Pablo Sandoval became the second player in MLB history to, in one game, throw a scoreless inning, hit a home run, and steal a base. He joins Christy Mathewson, who did it in 1905, as the only players to have that accomplishment. 1997, the NHL Hartford Whalers become the Carolina Hurricanes. 1988, and this might be my favorite moment of the episode, um, what I found it to be online, it's referred to as Donut Gate. The Donut Gate Incident. New Jersey Devils coach Jim Schoenfeld tells referee Don Kaharski to, quote, eat another donut, you fat pig. <laughs> um, naturally, he was suspended, and wow, what a line. Eat another donut, you fat pig. It sounds like a, a line straight out of letter, Kenny, if you ask me. They should use that. Um Rewind the clock to 1953, an amazing moment for the St. Louis Browns pitcher Bobo Holloman. 
In his MLB debut, he throws a no-hitter against the Philadelphia Athletics. They win the game 6-0. Bobo Holloman starts his career at the top throwing a no-hitter. And last but not least, in 1915, future Baseball Hall of Famer, Babe Ruth hits his first Major League home run. In that game, he pitched 12 innings. They lost in extras to the Yankees, fitting that he started off his career against the Yankees. Babe would go on to hit 713 more home runs after this one, winning seven World Series combined between the playing for the Red Sox and Yankees. And he arguably, as the greatest baseball player of all time, got it all started on May 6th, 1915. That is all for today's episode. Um, Nice baseball day in the books of history. That's all I've got. And if you like the show, please follow on Facebook, facebook.com slash IET podcast, or you could follow on Instagram at IET podcast. I put out some stuff here and there, a little bit about the show, what to look forward to, some fun stuff historically on any given day. And, and yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.